When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Rob Toy Basham, MD. Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. And our first special guest. Uh, she didn't drop out again, did she? Do you mind no, Liz there. Collin. Liz Collin will be with us on the Tom Bernard podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's true. So what else? What's that? Well, you know what? You I don't sound like you're talking on the right mic. Microphone. That's why. I got, geez, I got, it's just, there we go. Now we're talking. <clears throat> I was going to say. It all worked out in the end, though, didn't it? Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Liz, how are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you guys? We're hanging in there, you know, just slogging through life. <laughs> it's all its all we can all do. 
It's all we can all do. So what's it's the true. latest? What's happening in the news? Anything good? I haven't even Apparently looked at Apparently Jensen news. surges. That's what. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a headline hot off of the Alpha News presses, you guys. I figured we could talk about this for a few minutes. What? If that's, if that's cool. But, yeah, we did we did a poll at Alpha News um, with the Trafalgar Group. They kind of gained some uh, publicity back in 2016, one of the only pollsters to successfully predict that uh, Donald Trump would be president back then. Really? Uh, but they, um, yeah, they came up with some very interesting results in Minnesota races. And in fact, um, Minnesota could be on the verge of uh, the first statewide race, picking up the first statewide race for Republicans since 2006. So we've seen some polling lately um, that showed that Walls um, had a pretty hefty lead. But this poll seems to contradict that. In fact, um, Scott Jensen is within the margin of error, 45% um, to 47.7%. Really? And that's within the 2.9% margin of error of the poll. So some interesting results coming out just this morning. I have some. I have a couple of questions about polling. So people, the, the companies or whoever it is that are running the polls, if you skew it towards your side... To make yourself look like you're doing yeah, that's better. That's what most polls do. Yeah, but if you do that, doesn't that like make people complacent about going out and voting? Maybe you would think. if you think that you're so far ahead, then why bother? Well, I think that yeah, exactly. I think that's um, what's interesting about the methodology of this Trafalgar group. They're um, down south, and this guy uh, was a longtime Republican strategist, but he decided to start his own polling company because, especially on the Republican side, there's a lot of hesitation when it comes um, to polling. Uh, so they uh, they tackle it from many different angles, which I think is interesting, and they don't underestimate the the social media and the you know, online portion of our lives. Whereas we saw the KSTP Survey USA poll um, <clears throat> that showed Walls with an 18-point lead, essentially, just yeah. a couple weeks ago. But they, they polled 500 people. It was just an online poll, and it was over Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, so this poll is many more people, twice as many people, um, and they do a bunch of different ways between text, phone calls, <clears throat> online, so it's more of a mix of the, the the way they were able to to do it so it it is interesting i think a lot of people were very defeated after uh the the, the first poll uh the republicans in minnesota anyway but it is you know quite interesting how a couple of weeks later the results um can be can be so different so well it's interesting because two weeks ago it was at 18 uh three days ago it was at seven and now today it's at what did you say 2.5 somewhere in there Right, exactly. Just a uh, two point seven, two point seven percent. And what's also 2. interesting 7. too is that even the we we went into asking, uh, you know, what issues are important, um, and crime seems to be by far uh, the number one, and abortion seemed to be the number one issue for some other different right. holders. Right. So, yeah. and from what I understand, that Walls only has a lead in the Twin Cities. The rest of the state, he's not leading. Yes, and that seems to be what our um, pollster here with the Trafalgar Group um, recognizes as well, that outstate Minnesota, um, Jensen, it seems to be very, very red. Um, and uh, Walls seems to, yeah, definitely have more support uh, in the metro for sure. Okay, and as far as the abortion issue, I've heard that Jensen was totally anti-abortion, and then I read he is neutral on abortion. Then I read that he, I, so what is it with him? 
Yeah, I think there's um, a lot to be a lot to be said about that. I, you know, you hear kind of again and again from the the Burke um, Jensen campaign that this really isn't an issue on the ballot this year. It's being made one uh, by walls. We see these commercials, you know, and a lot of that just comes down to to money, right? They, you know, the walls campaign I think is outspending Jensen like ten to one because they just have the money to do that. Right. Sure. Um, and, and that's the you know the issue that they're really uh, you know hitting folks over the head with. And Jensen's trying to say, hey, this isn't even an issue in Minnesota. Um, so don't let that, um, d- distract, but yeah, his, um, he, he's kind of come out and said that, um, there are different issue or different, uh, scenarios, uh, where, you know, that the, the abortion issue isn't just, you know, completely cut and dry. And he's tried to make that, make that clear, but more than anything, they seem to just kind of trying to steer voters away from, from the issue at all. Um, but if you if folks go to Alpha News, I should tell people, alphanews.org and see the slides for themselves. Um, there's a good breakdown of about 10, uh, 10 different things. Um, and I will also say that the, um, the question of do you support, uh, you know, kind of how is Joe Biden doing? Um, that was quite interesting as well. It seems to be there is very little uh, support for the job he's doing in right. Minnesota. And I think that no doubt will be playing a, a role. Uh, in the midterms, less than 50 days away, you guys. So, It is less than 50 days. Now, I, I did hear, and I this is not my personal opinion, but I just read up on it a bit and heard some of this, that Burke right now is actually hurting Jensen because he's gotten so severe with his viewpoints. Did you find that to be true? Yeah, I think that, you know, the, the thing about their campaign is they're really out there. They're out yeah, there, you know, they're out they there are. on social media. They really have a, a presence, and we haven't seen that from Walls and Flanagan, I don't think. Um, they're, they're laying low and, you know, obviously there's this scuttle between the two of them, um, over, over debating and the, you know, debating won't start now for, for quite a while. Um, so, you know, good or bad, I think that there's, they're, you know, trying to be more transparent and being out there and, um, you know, kind of in people's faces as much as they can and taking advantage of some of, you know, the social media and the things that are free because they frankly just don't have the coffers to dig into like the DFL does so one, uh, when it comes to commercials and such. So One thing I don't get, so you mentioned basically that uh, a lot of voters are either voting on crime or abortion. Those are like the two major issues in Minnesota. It's, uh, right yeah, now. we have the order is crime, the economy, and then abortion, mm. according to this poll. Yep. See, the thing about the abortion issue is that the governor has no real say in it because it's in the Minnesota Constitution. Right. So it's really a completely irrelevant issue when it comes to voting for governor. Well, and I think that that's the point they're trying. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. No, I... I would agree. Um, I don't mean to, we can definitely come back to the poll, but I'm sort of wanting to talk about Catherine's hair. Is that possible? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all she's been talking about. Took for my like life in my hands to go. <laughs> we, we could take just a hard left turn right now. Is that a- <laughs> what a great idea. Speaking, speaking of crime, Catherine, yes. How did it all go? It went great. He's uh, he's really a nice guy. I don't, I don't, we don't want to say his name probably. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. But yeah, she uh, went to, um, the, the stylist that I go to in, in Uptown, but um, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it all uh, yeah, went okay. We did. Were, yes, we I, were talking on Twitter, so yes. there were thoughts and prayers. <laughs> thoughts and prayers for haircut. Yeah, I have to mm-hmm. say, you know, going through. Um, so I went up 35W and off on what 34th is that the exit there? 33rd, 34th, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, homeless everywhere. Yeah. Uh, under really? all Sounds the bridges, right. bridges, panhandlers, ap- absolutely. 
everywhere. I was, I mean, I haven't driven up and gone through that way in quite some time, but, mm-hmm. and, and I probably wouldn't take that way. I was just someplace else, so I had to go up that way. I, I haven't probably driven around that area in Minneapolis in, I don't even know, probably five years. And I used to go into uptown, all that area, all the time. I was just, I was just like, what the heck? Yep. Yeah, and that's um, yeah. I always try to be sensitive to his to his business and such too. But you know, he's one of just a, a couple salons there. Yeah. Um, you know that that Aveda closed down. You know that Calhoun Square is just completely different now. Obviously, um, the big kitchen place just closed um, in in that area too. But he was saying that he's ha- he has such a hard time finding stylists because right. even the ones that have, that have closed, they look for jobs now out in the suburbs they don't even even if they live in minneapolis or close by or, or whatnot they they don't want to even be around there and yeah that's, a, that's yeah. really tough yeah he mentioned he had he used to have his pick of stylists because yep. he's a well-known guy that's been around forever and um he's like i can't even i have a hard time filling my chairs with the quality people that i want mm-hmm. in here because it's just so hard to find people really yeah i just feel so bad for those businesses i know a while back, I spoke to a black salon owner in Minneapolis mm-hmm. that was kind of getting done with the crime, oh. being sick of the crime. It was really thinking of moving to the suburbs, getting it pulled, just pulling out of Minneapolis and just going That's to the sad. suburbs. Oh, it is. Well, it's mm-hmm. you know, not that not that black people should have some protection against the idiocy that's going on with regards to crime, but I mean, I was. I've talked to a number of black people that are just uncomfortable with this whole crime business. It's really uncomfortable. Well, the woman that I've used for years and years and years, um, she was in the Cub Foods. Um, so it was by Cub Foods on, what's that, 70th and Xerxes or York? York. York yeah, okay. Yeah. Around there. Yep. You. She's like, all, there's a lot of black barbers in there, and they would say, don't, don't work here at night. And if you do, I have to bring you outside because there was a homeless encampment behind there. And that's Edina. Oh. That's Edina. Yeah. And she would see, she saw, you know, p- cops were always in that Cub Foods parking lot arresting somebody. There were repos happening in that parking lot. Oh, I mean, just what you just wouldn't expect in any Dinah, you know, the suburb of Edina. But yeah. Well, so she yeah. moved way out by yeah. Ridgedale. It's just yeah, so it's sad. Too bad. To yeah, watch that. it is too bad. I know, but that's what brings me into uptown all the time. I'm like, I, I really want to support his business. Sure. And, you know, the people that you feel bad for. But uh, yeah, I didn't mean to be sending. And then I was like, oh God, if something happens to Catherine, this is not going to really be. It will be your complete. fault. Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. It's your fault. No question. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, Shoot. Two things that kind of kind of tie in together. And I always lead with this one because it's the most preposterous thing that ever happened, and I still don't understand how American citizens allowed this to happen. So let me get this straight. I, the average person, I started working when I was 11. I was a janitor, 11 years old, but most people start working at 16. Okay, so I'm 16, and I'm paying into Social Security for the next uh, 50 years, mm-hmm. Okay. And you get to have my money and spend my money however you want for the next 50 years. I get nothing for that. But when you give it back to me, you still keep 10% of it. I know. It makes zero sense. That makes no sense at all. You use money 50 years uh, 
Tom, you got to pay the VIG. Tax-free mm -hmm. or, or interest-free. And then when you do give it back to me, you still keep the VIG. Yep. What is that? It's called the no. government well, unchecked. I, 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 think, I think it's called a taste. No, it's a it's taste. It's called a taste. It's just, it's, just <laughs> like, it's, a taste. Uh, it's just like playing the numbers or anything like that. You know, the bookie gets a taste. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's a taste. Yep. So the other part of that argument, Liz, and everybody else here and everybody else listening, is, okay, you can give as much money as you want to political campaigns, which means rich people always elect everybody. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense Super to me. PACs were one of the most harmful decisions this country no has ever made. No question. No doubt. Mm -hmm. It should not be legal for one side to have so much more money than the other side. No, blame the Supreme Court. No, you're right. Well, I have a question about that, too, Liz. Um, so there's, I, I know that there's tons of money pouring into Minnesota for the Democratic Party. All, you know, California supports it. Chicago, New York, everybody's... Oh, I mean, actually, should most be of the illegal. money comes from out of state. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Just, that should absolutely be illegal. Out-of-state so, money, no. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's a lot of money. So, you know, so that, of course, makes our Democrats have to do lockstep with whatever California yep, wants you right, to do. Right, exactly. Right. Because they're afraid of their, their funding drying up. What happened to the fundraising for the Republican Party? Why... Or is the state just so, you know, just why bother? Because it's just going Basically, to always yeah, be a Democrat. Probably. Why bother throwing money in Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, what, you guys don't get the tax? Or the, everybody's always begging for money. Alpha News is begging for money. If you guys want to give us some money, I mean, it's just <laughs> <laughs> We got you covered. All right, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, but I think there is some of that, Catherine. It's just sort of like all right, well, we're never going to be able to compete as far as the dollars are concerned, but, you know, what What can we do with our ground game or with our, you know, um, just going out and doing what we can, um, you know, at parades or, you know, things that are not costing, uh, you know, so much. I think Jensen did his second commercial or something, finally. I think Walls has, like, 15 of them out there, so... Um, <clears throat> Don't even watch the news right now. It's all just, that's all it is. Yep. <laughs> I have a question for you. Right, Wheel that. of Fortune, it's all pro walls ads. Is it? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, Insane. and that's, that's the stuff that is, you know, cost, costing the most. So they, mm -hmm. they yeah. can cover that. Yeah. So that's all for older people. Yeah. Because young people yep. don't watch that show. <clears throat> no. So that's, I mean, that's they don't. <clears throat> no. <laughs> oh, God. I, I got a couple, people, a couple people oh. mad at me today because. I was talking on the air about how major market radios only got about three or four more years left because nobody under 40 listens to the radio in major oh, totally. markets, yeah. right? And people got mad at me because I said that. I said, no, medium markets and small markets are very important still to the radio because they need the local take on everything and the local info. Major markets like Minneapolis-St. Paul is now a major market. Uh, they just don't have the young listenership like they do in areas like, say, St. Cloud, Duluth, Fargo, you know, Grand Forks. We don't have the same young listenership that those markets have. Yeah, I think that's the same with local news, too, Tom. Oh, it's it is. Just, everybody yep. will just be a website. There's just, I mean, that's all you need. Yep. I mean, you can still do video, obviously, just have a little mm -hmm. studio or whatever, but um, every, it, it, people live online. It's kind of just, the, it's just going to be the way it is. You know, well, I'll give you an example of that because I, I tend to be very honest about this. I don't make stuff up and lie like other people do. But um, KQRS Morning Show for 30 years was number one by far as the highest rated morning show in the country. And mm -hmm. then it was sold and the ratings started to drop because they did things I didn't care for. And I told them they wouldn't work, but they did them anyway. And they didn't work. And, of course, then it was my fault when it didn't work. But um, I, I just... 
they need to understand something that that it's it's just not going to be around much. I would say at the most five years. It'll still have an impact for another three years for sure, but at the most five years. And then I don't I don't know what like you said it's going to be it have to be a website. Do you do you think Sirius Radio will still be around? The satellite radio I, has that ever worked? Well, I don't. I don't know if they're making money, but it's it's still around, and they have all the all these sort of. I mean, they got the satellites in the air. I mean, what else are they going to do with them? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It costs very little to send data to a satellite like that. So right. it's like you know, the costs have already been you know or taken it, care of. Or is it going to be Starlink? Kind of, uh, they're going to broadcast via that. Yeah. Well, they've already got the satellites up there. Satellites. I don't know how long exactly a satellite lives, but. Eventually, it'll degrade to the point where they have to put it into a graveyard orbit, and at that point, Sirius will die, I think. Because they, I don't think they have the capacity to launch more. how many yeah. more satellites would be necessary <clears throat> yeah, to keep true. that service going. But the mm-hmm. one thing that I've, I've been talking to people about, and Liz, you could probably talk to, speak to this as well. As I said, don't even look at the ratings anymore. The ratings don't matter in major markets anymore. Nope. Uh, they just And they, they got mad at me about that, too. And I said... What it's all about, and I did not know this, but by far in the Midwest, the two stations that sell, in other words, if you buy a commercial on that station, it works the best. The two stations in the Midwest would be KQRS and KS95. They're the ones Hmm. that work the best. Here we go. Uh, Satellite has a useful lifetime of about 10 years. The most recent Sirius satellite launched was in 2013. Uh oh! So one year to go. <laughs> yeah, wow! It's not going to be a whole well, lot longer, I don't think. Well, that's my point. Is that why wouldn't they start broadcasting? Yeah, the they're not going to they're, launch they're, more satellites. They I don't won't. Think. Or, or they might be able to because it's so much cheaper now. It, it's it's a different. Well, I mean, different. it's still hundreds of millions of dollars. They can piggyback on somebody else's satellite probably these days. It depends. So the satellite has there. to be capable of you know sending out directed uh, broadcasts at that correct frequency. But, I mean, there's probably a lot of satellites that do that. But, I mean, yeah, they've, they've got one launched in 05, 06, 2009. Oh, wait, they did launch one last year uh, via SpaceX. So, hey, they did do yeah, the Elon Musk Yeah, and I think if listeners thing. are getting what they want elsewhere, it's kind of like they've, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Well, thing. yeah, that is the other thing. It's like how many people are just plugging in their phones and listening to stuff from Spotify or whatever. Right. Right. Well, so, yeah, so, that. so that's really good. That goes back to that Starlink. Starlink wants to do something with T-Mobile. So it's that kind of thing is that they would be an obvious, you know, uh, partner with them uh, to just let their satellites go. We'd lock, lock on to all these. Uh, well, how many satellites are up there for Starlink now? I mean, I don't know, thousands, 2,000? Let's see. How many Starlink satellites are there. Starlink is Elon Musk, right? Yeah, yes. that's right. It's yeah. that's, they've had they've had over forty launches this year, more than one God. per week. That's amazing. Wow, that is amazing. No question about it. I I just uh, so what do you got, Andy? One thing I mentioned before, while well, you're still looking it up, twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred of them. Oh wow, Jesus. that's they're, a lot of satellites. And they have uh, service mm-hmm. on every continent in the world now. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple. 
Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. So, Liz, I have to ask you this question, because you may not, mm-hmm. you may have the answer, you may not, but uh, getting back to Sirius for a second, does working for Sirius, uh, do they shoot uh, waves through your brain to drive you insane? <laughs> because the reason I'm asking that, have you heard Howard Stern lately? He's demented, I swear. I've he's only lost heard, his mind. Yeah, I've only heard him calling, hmm. he's calling people names and being very strange well, about politics. No, but I mean, he's like just, he's calling people really stupid and that he's going to have to run for president because everyone else is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Of course, stupid, yep. yeah. yeah. No question. Yeah. He literally yeah, I said... I, I've never really been a Howard Stern listener. No, um, I could see this. But yeah, didn't he kind of go crazy over COVID though? And then oh, they said, God. Like, yes. he, yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't go out of his home for two years, and I think that yep. just can't be good for anybody. No. So no, he didn't leave his house for two years. And the other thing about it is, he actually said on his show the other day, "Why are we paying any attention to the Queen when we should spend spend all of our time going after Trump?" I'm like, oh, so you can't <laughs> honor the Queen of England for for one wow, day? Wow, that seems to really be relevant. Like, my time. God, uh, yeah, settle down, Howard. It. Yeah, he didn't yeah. come out of his house for two years. People don't even realize this. Oh, that's, two years. That's, that's very yeah. Howard. That's not Hughes. good. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's not good. Uh-uh. That's it something. was it was rough even, you know, when we were locked down for, you know, a couple months or whatever. But can you imagine for two years that, yeah. Yeah. Nothing good can come of this. Exactly. I don't know. I kept on going out for walks and stuff. Yeah, we did. That's all I true. Was, Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, some Just people weren't. A lot of people did not leave the house for three months. Why? Yeah, that's true. I just wouldn't. Oh, that, that's a, a, There's a lot of people who are still wearing masks in their cars by themselves. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see that. I still see that a lot. I know. I took a bike There's... ride yesterday, and there was a, a woman probably around my age, and it looked like her son. So he was maybe around 30. He was wearing a mask, but she wasn't. But she wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. Maybe he had... COVID. Yeah, yeah, I, she was trying uh, to maybe. avoid it. Maybe. I, I'm, I, I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt if they're wearing a mask that they've had a kidney, they're immunocompromised, yeah. there's some yeah. other issues that are going on. Yeah, there could or be. Or they have an elderly yeah. parent or, or some of their caring. For, but, but you're outside. What is the risk I, outside? I know, but it's very little. And in, your, in, in the car, there's zero risk. 
by yeah, in your my, car my by yourself. My son did a survival camp this um, summer, and he's a fourth grader now, so nine. But um, there were some kids in a younger class, and I couldn't believe it was probably they're you know they're four or five, and they were wearing masks. I mean, it was like four or five year olds, and they're outside. I'm like, what is actually happening with the world? I don't even know. But then I was reading reading something recently that the peep the the number one reason people wear masks is because they don't want people to think they're conservatives. That's the number one reason. Oh my it's not, god! It's not that what? They're, they're yeah. Oh people are that worried. And I was like, is, and then I was like, that actually makes sense because maybe that's why so many people are wearing masks. Yeah. There Who can't cares? be this many sick what people. Does, or, yeah. But what does a mask have to do with being conservative? Anti-masker. And yeah. People don't before. want to think you're an anti. Yeah. They don't want like that's why so many people kept wearing masks for an extended a, period of time after the mandates. Political yeah, like I don't. I'm not really afraid of COVID anymore. I just don't want people to think I'm an anti-masker. They, yeah, it's, they yeah. have a very what? cartoon view of the world. It's like Couldn't, painting yourself blue so people don't think you're Gargamel. <laughs> Couldn't they just wear a button? That's why I do it. Just yes. wear a button, not an anti. Yes, yeah, there you yeah go. exactly. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Liberal. In this house, we believe whatever you believe. Yes. Please leave me alone. Yeah. So I have a question for you, and I've talked about this before. And Liz, you could be the judge of this one. Oh, good. I love to be the judge. I have a very, very dear friend, and I love the guy. His name is Chad Hartman, and he's very, very liberal. I have another friend, and I love the guy. His name is Mike Lindell, and he's very conservative. What is wrong with me that I can get along with very liberal and very yeah. conservative people? What the hell am I doing wrong? Because you haven't I'm joined. Surprised, t- surprised you haven't been canceled. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. this I <laughs> actually I taking on both sides as friends, I should be kicked out of the country. Yes, exactly. Or you should, you know, maybe run for office. Seems like oh, we need yeah, somebody, that, you know. Let me just tell you, the first thing that I would do if I were elected governor of the state of Minnesota, I would stand up and point at the uh, border and go, get out. That's the first (laughs) thing I would do. I'd do the Jackie Gleason, get out. It would be wonderful. I'm reducing the population of Minnesota to one. To one person, that's it. So, um, okay, so Liz, since you're a news person. A news person. Um, is there any validity to this whole that they're going to be able to go after Ron DeSantis for human trafficking no, for sending no these people to Martha's no, Vineyard? I, no, I don't think so. Don't listen, don't listen to MSNBC. I'm not. Said. It's just <laughs> all over. It's all, every, every Democratic <laughs> Republican is saying that that's what they're that it's the same AOC, tactic. The, they're all saying the that. same tactic that they did for Trump when he was in office. He was always guilty of some horrible federal crime. The walls were closing in, and at any moment now he's going to go to prison. And yeah. then it didn't happen, and everyone forgot about it. And then next week, oh, he's there's a he's federal crime that he's yeah. he's committed. He's, <laughs> the walls are closing in. Well, that's true. Well, he's still doing. Yeah. What did you guys What did you guys make of all that? It was. Um, I I mean there were. You, you know, some funny moments I kind of thought with all that. Where, where these uh, migrants were there for like 40 hours or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. And they're all patting themselves on the back for getting giving them sweaters. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, you took care of these people for two days. Good for you. Could I ask you, everybody yeah. a question? And tearful goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Tearful goodbyes. Very quick question here. So I hear yes that DeSantis is a criminal and he should be thrown in jail and oh. and they're all they're all criminals about. But the fact that you're letting two, three million people in to change the vote in America, that's okay, though. Well, yeah, of course. Really, that part's okay, huh? That amazes me. That amazes me that we can sit back and people actually believe that to be untrue, that we're not going to change anything by allowing three million more people to come in this country illegally. 
You know, I actually recently interviewed uh, Mei Zhang is her name. She's running um, in the 5th Congressional District against Betty McCollum. But she recently came back from the border. She kind of wanted to go there herself and Mm -hmm. um, see what was going on. And it was really interesting because she did a bunch of interviews with, you know, people that live there and, and business owners and such. And they're all like, we're, we want, we need something done. This is like, Oh, you know, it's a horrible way of life down here. And we just, you know, feel like the government has failed us. And, um, you know, the border has been a problem for a long time. They've just never seen anything like this. And they were really, um, you know, telling different you know, people. Can you imagine just people walking through your backyard or yeah, you know, sleep, sleeping under your porch? That's mm-hmm. what uh, somebody was talking about. And it's uh, it's crazy. They, they want help. And instead, it's just everybody fighting, but nobody doing anything. Well, it doesn't seem to be fair. If you're going if you want open borders. OK, that's what you want. And you're in charge. So you get to have open borders. So you have open borders to inst- the only non-cruel thing to do would be to have facilities and housing for these people right? and food and a way to assimilate into the country before you just fling open the doors i mean a lot of a lot of these immigrants are you know i mean they're they are victims of trafficking they're moving fentanyl there's a lot of problems going Mm -hmm. on a lot of young women are being raped constantly Mm -hmm. they they are expecting to be raped they're told you're probably going to be raped on the way to america i mean that's that's the reality if that Mm -hmm. is not uh touchy-feely politics in my opinion doesn't matter they get votes but if you're a humanitarian and you're supposed to be so wonderful they say they're humanitarians but they just want power and that's what's interesting about May's story. Her family was held in a refugee camp, and her younger um, younger sister actually died making the trip. Um, and she, and, you know, she's like people think that you know, wouldn't I be for this open borders? And she's like, absolutely not. We came here the you know the right way, and we went through the the process. And um, and that's what she thinks. You know, people need to focus on is the the process. These people are literally putting their lives on the line and their families' lives on the line to make this trip because they mm. know that, you know, there's there's this open invitation now for them to come. It's, uh, you know, I th- you know, maybe a better solution would be to soften our immigration policies, let people emigrate easier through the ne- through a legal system. I mean, we have, I have a staff member who has an au pair who wanted to go back to her country uh, to visit family. Mm-hmm. She's in school here. She has a job here. She's been here forever. She's had a long-term visa here. Went back to her country. Went to the U.S. consulate. Well, I have. I want to go back to school. I want to go back to the, the the job I was working at. She was denied re-entry into the United States. Really? Denied re-entry in the United States. Really? Yes, because yeah. she she didn't have the right answer to the question. Well, what are you going to do when you're done there? Are you going to come back to Colombia? I mean, it, it was a, it's a, this was the U.S. consulate so, there. What's the so, so, so there? You, so the problem is, is that the they are they're onerous. The the requirements to immigrate are onerous. You just can't. These people can't do it. And a lot of the people that are coming across that border, man, they don't got the means, and they may not have the education to get through it. So they need to ease that little. Figure out how to ease that little bit, so we can get people in. Yeah, I, I knew a woman in Florida. She has been in. Florida for God, I think she's been 35 years, and her daughter's been trying to get into America forever, and they won't let her in. But we've got all these laws where if you bring in people from certain countries, they get to bring all their aunts, their uncles, mm-hmm. their you know, 
nephews, everybody gets to come in with them, but she can't get, her daughter can't come in. Well, the point isn't to let educated people into the country. The point is to let broke, uneducated people in who have to vote for more welfare or die. Yeah. There you go. I have a question, Andy. Would you look mm -hmm. this up for me? Mm -hmm. How many families are there in America? How many millions of families are there in America? Uh... Because I've got to believe there are more than 3 million families in America. I think there's, yeah. A there's lot more than 123 that. million households. 123 so million. So you're telling 83. me. 83.9 million families, apparently. It depends on your definition of family, but, you know. Okay. But 100 million-ish. Let's go 100 million-ish. So you couldn't go to 100 million families and say, if one out of every 10 of you would take a couple of people in, we wouldn't have this border problem. I guarantee you somebody... Some of those people would have stepped up and taken these people in. Well, like I said, it's not about no, taking not. care of people. No, it's not about if taking care of people. If you keep people poor and helpless, then they are your indentured servants forever. Enough. Catherine, do you think that if they had come to you and me and said, will you pay to take care of a couple of people that come up from Mexico, they really need your help, you and I would have helped them. You took care of the Depends Irish kids for a little bit. if they were yeah. um, drug yeah, really. Or human traffickers. That's I would right. say no it's, to them. It's <laughs> going to be like, oh, this, uh, <laughs> well, that's good. Please take care of this twelve-year-old with a beard and five children, please. Yeah. Well, how, how many? How many? Well, I think we saw that at Martha's Vineyard. There were all kinds of empty homes there. They yeah. Oh. Right. No, yeah. Yeah. Barack Obama's what his his fourth yeah. fourth fourth home is mm -hmm. on Martha's Vineyard. That's what I'm saying. Don't pay attention to what anyone says. Pay attention to what they do. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, so how many religious organizations are there right. in the United States? Right, how many? How many religious are, are there? If you, if you add up. up all the mosques, all the synagogues, all the churches, all the non-denominational things, each of those could take 10 people. Boom. Problem solved. Oh, America per capita is already the most charitable nation in the world. Oh, yeah. God, yes, by far. So, so, I don't know, where's all that money going? Well, again, I it's mean, going to organizations who say they're going to make things better, but then they just transfer money to whatever right. political cause they believe in. No, Tom, Liz, I believe we've uh, raised a pessimist. Yeah, maybe. Liz, uh, <laughs> several years ago, when the kids Good were work, younger, you guys. and it was during March when marching season used to happen in Ireland, Catherine, Andy, Alex, and I took in a couple of children, one boy and one girl, uh, for a couple of what two, three years, whatever it was. We took them in. They stayed with us so they'd be safe during the marching season, which a lot of violence. We took them in. It was a great experience, I thought. Didn't you? You guys, Andy and Alex, you liked that a lot, didn't you? Yeah. And yeah. You and Yvonne, Siobhan are still Yvonne. French. Siobhan. 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 I thought it was, well, there's Siobhan, Yvonne. too. That there's sounds Yvonne French Siobhan. to me. But in any case, do you still Siobhan? talk to her? Uh, not really. It was a long time we ago. We follow each other on Instagram. That was like, what, 25 yeah, years ago? Yeah, probably. Yeah, kind of wild. Yeah, all those programs are great. Yeah, and you can expose kids to Minnesota life and such, too. That's great, too. Well, and now they don't have those same problems in Ireland well, yeah, When did the troubles no, end? Like, 97 or something? I mean, it's been a while. I remember having a conversation with um, Yvonne's mother. And, you know, she was talking about the marches, and I was, I was really interested in, in all of it. And I said, what would happen if, okay, so these people that are walk, walking down your street, waving their flag, they're, they're insulting you by walking down your street. What happens if everybody just left? What happens if the neighbors just yeah. went to the seaside for the day and just let them have their, and, and you didn't, and you showed that you couldn't give a rip. And she said, I never thought of that. 
<laughs> and the next year, she they did. They went away for the whole week, for the yeah. whole marching yep. season thing. Or, Just go away. Yep. And she said, I can't tell you how much stress and how much more relieved we were. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to be so angry about these people taking over our neighborhood. <clears throat> That's for the, what I'm saying. People are go. way too It was angry. very interesting how, you know, just people get so entrenched in their politics. And, I right. mean, obviously there were a lot of things that went on in Ireland that were very bad. Right. But once again, sometimes you can't really do much about ancient history, you know, today. It's all gone. Right. It's all been done. Mm-hmm. But, but people are always going to carry the grudge. They yeah, do. well, always and you shouldn't rub and, people's noses in, you know, a political thing like that it is obnoxious it's obnoxious but why let them control your life even for a day in fact most of the countries in the world are divvied up and, and borders are set oh, yeah. by those this is true issues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is true mm-hmm. bad grudges oh god mm-hmm. look at eastern europe balkan states especially every 15 minutes they shuffle their borders because they can't decide on who hates who more <laughs> <laughs> about this show i just don't even know where the topics are gonna go no, <laughs> no we don't either true. we keep true. on we keep on saying you know it would be better for the listeners if we had a topic and we stayed on. we just <laughs> well, we just can't do it let's go back to your hair again <laughs> no it's the same topic it's the topic of we would help people we weren't even asked to help people because they do, they want all the power they don't want any help from anybody they want the power of controlling all those people to come over our border which is yeah, unfortunate. I think, um, I think Alpha News is planning a trip soon, so I'm anxious to go down there and sort of see things for, you know, because a lot of news stations really don't cover it um, right. at all. Um, Fox News obviously does a lot, but, um, you know, just to, that's why I thought that Mei Zhang's story was very interesting, just to, you know, see her uh, video and hear her interviews um, to just, you know, get a better clue of what's going on. No it's easy to kind of get caught up in your day to day, but. We should all be hearing more about this. You know, no question. You know, why don't we why don't we consider this? There's a lot of vast, empty, unarable land in the West. Mm-hmm. Why don't we take a large tract of government land, say southern Utah? Yeah. Large tract of government land. <clears throat> set up the tents. Get the water there. Provide rice and beans for everybody. And ship all of the immigrants, all the immigrants that are at the border there. In, you know, so they're safe, they're in a reasonable, reasonable place. Uh, take all the homeless people, send them there, so you're now no longer homeless. You have a place to be. We're going to take care of you, and I think it would be far better served that way. Well, a lot of homeless people don't want to be told where to live. Yeah, that's yeah, the they thing. Oh, so they've tried. They they've given go. homeless people homes, and they're homeless within a month. Yeah. Oh, exactly. but so it's a lifestyle thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a choice. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's a choice. So if all you want to do all day is shoot up heroin, you're not going to be taking care of your home. Yeah, but what I I don't understand is why you can't why you can't zone it. You know, you zone everything else where you can have a business, where you can have a home, where you can have multi, you know, multiple homes, where you can have apartment homes, where you can have shopping, where you can have this. Everything's zoned. Why not have a zone for homeless people? Well, that's right. I was just saying H one zone. But I mean, you know, even within the cities, there's lots of areas where. Homeless people could live that isn't, you know, like right there in a business district. They're not defecating mm-hmm. on the sidewalk right in front of somebody's business well, that's paying taxes. But they want to do that. But the business is paying taxes so that the politicians can give it to services to help the homeless. <laughs> Don't shit on my sidewalk. 
Yeah, at Alpha News, we've done some reporting on the Phillips neighborhood. They've had, I think they've had like now 20 encampments in the last two years right. in their um, neighborhood. But it's been interesting because you, you, the city will come in and they'll clear it. And within, you know, 20 hours, another one is set up. Yep. I think they have yeah. like 50, yep. 50 tents set up again now. What? But um, one woman in our story who spoke out, against this and she's not even speaking out against it as far as like here's here's a plan you know here's a plan to you know safely move them somewhere else or you know she's she definitely you know is involved in her community and cares about the people that are there but um you know she speaks out for our story and literally somebody then defecates in her front yard on security camera mm -hmm. i mean her house was completely targeted and you know her her life ruined yet again for just trying to trying to help these people or speak out like hey i just you know don't want you right in my backyard, but we can figure this out. And oh. Homes that burned down in that neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane. It's like a third world country. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant you know, one of the, they, they were able to clear the homeless out off the beach in uh, California, Venice Beach and things like that. They cleared there. That was just f covered in homeless people. And they came through, and they cleared all that out. And I think they've kept it clear. You can go out there. You can be there for 12, 24 hours, but then you're gone.
You cannot stay there longer than that. Well, they've got to up the ante. If you if you don't well, want them do here, you have to give them a better tent and better stuff somewhere else. It's the only way to do it. You have to give them better stuff. So we're going to, we're going to embrace enabling their behavior. If that's what our politicians are saying, and that's what they're saying is well, I, is legal. That is legal. It's not illegal to be homeless. It's not. Well, and they used to have, you know, these loitering ordinances, especially in Minneapolis, uh, but those have gone away now, too, and I think that that can't be, you know, underestimated in the conversation. They just can't really kick anybody out for doing anything, which is... <laughs> so the the loitering ordinances have been have been eliminated or taken away, or are they just not enforced? I think Rybeck did that in Minnesota. Yeah, this was, um, I think it was Betty, maybe, back in the day. Oh, was it? Um, Betty. Yeah, but, um, yeah, just, just the off the books, because there's conversations now that maybe that would help with some of the stone arch bridge things that we've been oh, seeing yeah, or these yeah. different um there's been conversations but there's no support from the city council to put those back um on no. the books in minneapolis anyway i'm going to give you a prime example from the news last night and this morning of why we're going to have such a problem because people are either so stupid or do not even think about what they're doing did you hear what the chief operating officer of beyond meat did uh-oh did you hear about this liz no, I don't think so. The COO, oh, is this how we're not supposed to eat meat? Is that right? Uh, not supposed to eat meat because Beyond Meat. And I, by the way, I like Beyond Meat burgers. I think they're good. Alex, is the, are those the ones you like or you like the other ones? Beyond Meat's better than Impossible. Yeah, Beyond Meat. So he's the chief operating officer of Beyond Meat. Okay? So you don't eat meat. You eat Beyond Meat. He got into an argument with a guy at a bar or a restaurant or a park or something. I don't remember where it was. So you know what he did to the guy that he was angry with? You ready? Yep. Bit his nose off. <laughs> Is that so, a, that's a true story? That's a true story. Oh, my God. I thought it was So lie. in other wow. words, it's okay to eat human meat, apparently. <laughs> well, did he swallow it? I don't know, but yeah, he, he, he chewed it off. Fry it up in some nice butter? He got, it was in, it, he got the blood. He, he got, got the blood. blood. Oh, he got the blood. He got it. Oh, my God. So, this is a horrible story. <laughs> that's Jesus. a true story. Andy, can you oh. find it yet? Yeah, he was a... Uh... At a stadium. Oh, was that a stadium? Oh, it was a stadium Arkansas fight. Arkansas versus Missouri State. Oh, oh no. Kill oh. <laughs> oh, people. Kill oh, people. Oh, God. Apparently, oh, he punched that's... through the back windshield of the yeah, guy's car. He did, yeah. Oh, my God. And started <laughs> punching the guy. The COO of Beyond. Yep. That's correct. I don't think he's going to be COO that's for much no. longer. No. That's not good for business. Oh, by the way, he's been COO for eight months. Eight months, oh. and now he bit somebody's oh, nose he off. Sounds stable. <laughs> yeah, good hire. Yeah, good luck good, there. Yeah, good hire. Good good background check yeah, on here's that. Here's the deal. If he had a little more protein in his diet, he might be able to think clearly. I see. <laughs> that's a very good point. Also that's interesting what? is that he was a member of Tyson Foods since 1992 oh. and That's president of McDonald's global business in 2019. Oh, well, how's so, that work? Yeah. yeah. So he's burned through a few jobs there in the last three years. <laughs> oh, but he was like the king of all meat and now he's part of Beyond <laughs> Meat. It's <laughs> very interesting. There are some red flags, I think, with yeah. this guy. Yeah, I would say so. I Even before right. the nose biting. Even before the nose biting. I just, I, I keep running into these stories. You run, and it's like, what? His first response is to bite a piece of meat off his enemy. Like, I thought you weren't supposed to eat meat. Very, very strange. Guessing he had been imbibing something or other. Oh, you think a glug glug? Beyond and, liquor. And, and what's <laughs> <laughs> Also, 
though I'm not, you know, much of a street fighter, but how does that maneuver work exactly? Why would that be something yeah. you'd go for? Yeah, first? not I'll me. I'll bite his nose off. I yeah, not me. Just just take, take, a, right there. take a Mike Tyson and take yeah, a page for Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. He oh, that's true. You go for the ear. You don't go for the nose. Yeah, well, but, you know, my husband has like half an ear from some sort of sordid story, you know. They, they, they would bring this up in the newspaper. I think it happened when he was like 20 or something, but it's very exciting, you know, being that sure. uh, he was in sort of scuffle and had part of his ear taken off. But oh. yep. it was basically, he's basically responsible for the dismantling of the police department because of this street fight from 30 years ago. Oh, is that right? That's what yeah. it's all about. Huh? Yeah. So he dismantled yeah. the police department. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he did. He defunded the police? So he's yeah. the one who yeah. did it. Now yeah. I know. Blame, blame Bob. What in doubt. Yeah. I just think it's so hilarious that people... They don't even know someone like Bob Kroll or me or anybody else, but they decided I either love you or I hate you. I, mm-hmm. Settle down, right? It's, it's yeah, thinking is hard. <laughs> thinking is and, hard. And no, it's true. No, Tom, no, Tom. It's kind of difficult. It's not whether I love you or hate you. It's just what, how much do I need to hate you? Yes, exactly. There's no true. love. There is no There's love. There's no love. You're right. Good what, point. Uh, what level of yeah. hate do Good I point. need yep. for you? Because everybody yep. hates everything. That yep. is true. Oh, yeah, look at some of these terminally online Twitter people. They don't like anything. No, no. So, Liz, I got to ask you, I can't tell you why I'm asking this, but I got to ask you something. Oh, great. <laughs> what time do you start work in the morning? Um, uh, Probably about 8, I would say. Do you have to, or can you start a little later? No, I don't really have to until about 10.30. But... We'll see, there you go. No, I just, uh, you and Bob and Catherine and I should go out to dinner one night because I want to ask you about uh, about doing something together. Okay. So we'll go out, we'll go out to, we'll go to nothing but meat or <laughs> a restaurant like that. Famous Dave's? We both like meat, though. I don't know. <laughs> nothing but meat is where we're going. So that, <laughs> that'll be a good thing, but I just. We're going to have nose. We're going to order a side of nose. <laughs> A side of nose. Do you have any yeah, nose great. back there in the kitchen? I'd like some nose. Cartilage. I'm sure, sure you could find it <laughs> I if you could possibly it It's a great appetizer. You know? It's actually going to be at the fair this year. It's going to be big. Oh, at the fair, absolutely. Nose God, on it'll a be stick. On a stick. It'll there be you go. God, I missed ah. Yeah, i, I got to tell you, I missed yesterday's Twins game. I missed the Vikings game, and I missed the State Fair. Man, I've been hanging out the house way too I much. I haven't gone to the State Fair since 2019. Oh, you love it? So I crowded. Did you go year. this year? Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't know you went. Yeah, yeah this might be my last year. Oh, it's just, the they need to make the grounds bigger somehow. It's There's just, just too bigger. many people. You just have to go at a different well, time. Pulling the guns. You know, to go at 3 a.m. I didn't go this year either. I haven't been, yeah, I haven't been in a, a couple years either. Well, now they got people throwing guns over the fence, then going in, yeah. and they're going over by the fence and getting their gun. I was like, mm. that's great. I ran into nobody with a gun. Thank God. That you know of. That you know no, of, exactly. Know, but, but nobody was <laughs> waving around a gun. I figure I, I can, I can deep fry a Snickers at home if did I they need have, to. Did they have metal, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. they have metal detectors? They do now, yes. Yeah, they didn't they used to. Oh, I don't remember going through one. They do. When you go before, okay. right, right before you give them your ticket, you go through a metal detector. You well, do? there was a shooting at the midway, so I don't know how that well, that all panned out. That's, but yeah, yeah. That that was one of the guys that threw his gun over the fence, over, and then he yeah. went around, went in, and got over by the fence and got his gun back. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Should I tell Liz my story from two days ago? I think you better now. I better now. Yeah. <laughs> so Catherine, uh, well, Alex, actually, we'll start with Alex. Alex's son kind of 
didn't break his bike, but it just wasn't working real well. Oh, yeah. His so little, little big wheel. His, his big, big wheel. wheel. Yeah, he's got a big oh. wheel. And he wanted a radio flyer. And then Nana, Catherine, known as Nana, found Cape? him a radio flyer. Oh. Okay. And it was in a neighborhood uh, kind of like the one in which I grew up. So a little danger there and all the rest of it. So I get the car. You know, I didn't tell Catherine or Andy, or, or I guess Andy was there, but I didn't tell Catherine and Alex this. But I got in the car, I drove over to the neighborhood, I pulled up, and I saw the trike sitting at the top of the, the top of the stairs. So I walked up, I put the cash in the mailbox, I took the, the trike, I walked down, put it in the back of the car, and as I was walking around, this young guy is walking past, he goes, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, what do you need? He goes, what kind of gun is that in your pocket? <laughs> and I said, it's a three fifty seven Magnum. Busted. And he said, that's what I thought. <laughs> so Peace out. That's not something I would have done a couple of years ago, but in this world, I'm sorry. I'm not going anywhere uh, where I don't know everybody without a little action. I got a permit to carry, so it's, I'm not breaking a law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, re- I recently did, too, and I can't tell you how many people were in the class where I was like, you would never in a million years think all these people would be. Right, but we have to protect ourselves. I hate yeah. to say that, but it's there true. by far more women there than uh, than men, but I think there were... Great equalizer. And and the last time I went, let's just say that the class was colorful. Mm. There was a lot of of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, a lot of different neighborhoods there. And I went, that was very interesting to see. Well, what does it say in the book of Genesis? God created humans and Samuel Colt made them equal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Or was that Leviticus? It's funny because somebody told me a story recently. There was a gal who left uh, Maplewood Mall, kind of a friend of a friend, and she was being trailed by a bunch of uh, teenagers, and she really had a you know bad feeling, and she just turned around and she said to them, I wouldn't, Andy, I'm not going to swear this time on the podcast because I did too many times, but she said, I wouldn't F with me, I'm carrying. And they all, left her, they all left her alone, and I was like, well. I guess already swore. I <laughs> there was a... I my, on that uh, next door app thing. That's where I found the big wheel thing. And um, there was a story about some guy was riding his bike on the greenway, and he felt uh, he felt something hit his helmet. Ooh! And he pulled off his helmet, and there it looked like a little little bullet of some uh, kind. Oh, someone shot into the air. I don't know. Yeah, that happens. And he, and he pulled over on the side of the road to or side of the bike path to look for whatever projectile hit him. If someone had shot at him, it would have gone right through that. Yeah. There's no way. But it way. could have been an air air pellet gun or a... Well, that's true. He yeah. Can't, well, he can't identify an air pellet he, gun he versus a He couldn't find the He couldn't find the projectile. He couldn't Jeez. find it. Well, he took it out of his helmet. It fell out of his helmet. We he, live on Mars. Oh. <laughs> I know. And, and other people yeah. said, oh, yeah, my husband my husband was shot with a sling, uh, metal slingshot oh. thing oh, yeah. in the oh, neck oh, yeah. on that same oh. Ba- bike path. Oh, yeah, that'll kill people. I mean, my God. What, what? the he- Why are people so yeah. crazy? Well, they better, better be careful because if someone sees them do that, that's, uh, that's no- attempted murder, and they can be shot, and it would be perfectly legal. Yeah. Well, but there's no consequences. That's no, the, no, well, there's going to be. be of, that's what I'm saying. Then you'd be out of jail in a day. You know, if someone hits someone with a slingshot who's carrying, that person pops him in the head. That guy's not going to jail. You can't shoot people in the neck with a slingshot. That's attempted murder. 
So, well, a guy mm. with a hatchet attacked a bunch of people in a McDonald's. Where was that? In New York? I saw that, yeah. Did you see that video? It's all just a bunch of people. I, this is what yeah. disturbs me the most. Yeah. This is all we do. We just laugh and we take video of this yep. This is our, the That's, world we live in. I know, and, then, and then the guy says, oh, I didn't mean any harm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> with a hatchet. <laughs> yeah. They're whacking up a McDonald's with a hatchet. Mm. I didn't mean any harm. No, uh, no Well, like, then. Oh, gosh, this is so funny. Yeah. Let's take out our phones. Yeah. 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 They let him out of jail with no bail. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's, I just can't believe where we're headed. I really can't. Liz, you got to go. You said that you had to leave at 1130, right? Uh, yep, I just got to head to an interview, but good to talk to you guys today. All right. Uh, Kath, why don't the two of you decide since you're your hair pals now? <laughs> hair pals. <laughs> we really have to see Catherine's hair. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're survivors. We got out of, we got out of uptown. I, I didn't do anything crazy. <laughs> I like it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> we'll talk Thank soon. Thank you, guys. Say hello to Bob for me. Sounds good. Have a great day. You too. Liz Collin, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I love working with her. She's great. <clears throat> you two get along rather well, don't you? No, I, she has a sense of humor. She does have a sense of humor, thank God. Yeah, which is very nice <clears throat> in a woman. Hard to find. <laughs> oh! Excuse me. Are you saying women aren't funny? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying a lot of women these days are not a lot of fun. That is true. No, yeah. Kristen well, Bird, of course, will be on in a minute. She's a ball. She a lot is. of women That's are told like from too. birth that they are living in a world that hates them and wants to kill them and kidnap them. So... I mean, that's sh- all you told me. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is kind of true after the Jacob Wetterling thing. Yeah, well, we true. were all a bunch so of nervous wrecks that, after that. That's true. Yeah. I mean, That was a tough period for me because I did all the voiceover, you know, PSAs and all that stuff to try to find what had happened and all the rest. So I met with the family many, many times. That was very, very difficult. I will tell you that. Well, we all became, you know, just so acutely aware that even if you live in a small country town, you're not safe from predators. Nope, and the guy finally, and they knew it was the guy the whole time, and they finally got him. Well, didn't didn't he die or something? I don't don't remember. He found him. not dead. No. Uh, how it took that long to get him, I just don't understand. I don't either. And did they know he, was he, a, it, it, this was a one-off, or was he, like, did he do this no, to No, I other think kids? It, there was another one. I think there was another one. There was one another one, one yeah. and then there were other times. Because he had, I think, been arrested for trying to abduct other oh. young boys. God, isn't that just wonderful? Just ignore well, that, if, I think. It, well, I could be get, wrong. If you get arrested trying to abduct a child, maybe you shouldn't. Get another chance at that. I I no, agree. absolutely. Yes, you yeah. should be hung or hanged. I mean, well, sorry. Where, uh, it used to be that kidnapping or even attempted kidnapping was you went away for a long, long time. Well, yeah. I mean, and now I don't know. Just doesn't seem like that's a thing anymore. Yeah. It doesn't. Doesn't. Oh, did we ever find out? I mean, I'm sure somebody knows what happened to that guy that what adult napped. Adult napped. What's it called? Kidnapping. What Still kidnapping for a grown-up. Yes. Yes. Adult, yes. yes. Still kidnapping. The kid no. in kidnapping doesn't refer to like a to child, children. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, That's actually right. a good question. Oh, I wonder where our education was, failed you there. It's a fail. I like anyway, that. there was that woman that was running. She was a teacher like two, three weeks ago, and he forced her in the back oh, of her Oh, he killed van her, yeah. Oh, he killed her. Dead. Yeah. yeah, but what did happen? I, he... I think they did figure out who that was. Yeah, they did, they did yeah. pretty early on, but yeah. they figure is he i'm sure he hasn't even gone up for a trial well he will be because he had just gotten out after serving 20 years for killing someone else yeah Mm -hmm. i know 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. He had just gotten out of prison, and the first thing he does is go kill someone else. I yep. know, and that's another thing. Like as a woman that runs, yeah, I distance oh, run. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, and I'm currently training for the Twin Cities 10K, and my dogs can't run 6.2 miles. Bertie can't go six miles. Really? He gets really? Too stiff. Yeah, he's yeah. getting older. He gets even drunk? when he was, even when he was, yes, he drinks too. He's much. stiff. Even when he was. Young and spry, six miles just seem to... Well, dogs really aren't marathon they're, they're not, runners. They're That's not true, they're not. Marathon they're humans are actually the best distance runners on the planet. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at me go. Well, Interesting. Um, anyway, and so I have to run. I run 5K with the dogs, and then Dan comes out and grabs the dogs, and then I keep going. But it's... I'm so used to running with the dogs, and when I'm by myself, I'm a little like... You need two more dogs so you can trade yeah, off just, dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Pony go. Express sort of thing. I know. I was actually thinking, I'm like, I could do a 5K with Birch and then a 5K with May. There you go. Although I don't know if people would really be that concerned about May because she's uh, little. She should, people should be but more concerned is, about May than say, Birch. But that's <laughs> the thing, is she's, is scarier. She is very scary. But I do have a personal alarm and I have Mace and all that stuff because it's like all these people... After that woman was just abducted, which it happens, I feel like, every six months. There's a yeah, woman that gets yeah. abducted and murdered when they were on a run, and it was like, well, oh, was she wearing headphones? Why was she out so early in the morning? I know, blah, blah, it's blah, always blah, her blah. fault. It's like, yeah, and it's like, uh, she was trying to get some exercise in before she went to work, and yeah. she was listening to music, which everybody does when they run, pretty much. And Seems like she didn't break any laws. Mm-hmm. I know, and I, know. I saw this one thing that was... Like, everybody's so upset that she was running at 4.30 in the morning, and how was she out so early? And is there a time where people lay dormant and yeah. it's safe yeah. Yeah. to go, you know? Yeah. But there's but the, but there's not very many people out at 4.30 in the morning. That is yes. true. And that's what that sort of stuff happens. You're yeah, out with that is true. There's but a thousand people around. Well, then between you know, this, sunset this, and I mean, sunrise. Someone may give you a hand. Someone tries to shove you in the back of a car. Yeah. And so, especially in a place like Memphis, which is where that happened. You know, Memphis, Memphis isn't yeah. exactly a great place to live. Yeah. You take the sun out of the equation, it gets a lot worse. We have beautiful um, hiking trails behind our house. So we have a paved trail and hiking trails that are mulch. And Dan loves running on the hiking trails. And I'm like, it's just, there's just not enough people. Mm. On the paved trails, there's bikers, walkers, yeah. runners, roller skiers, Rollerblader, there's people all over the place. But in the hiking trails, it's like you'll maybe see two people. Do you see, ever see park police anymore? Mm-mm. Did you ever see park police no, there? No, not in our park, no. Hmm. Seems to me that they should be patrolling. But well, Should we have park police or should we have mass transit police? should have everything police. Oh, there you go. The police. There you go. There police you go. everywhere. No, I think we should. I mean, there's a lot of well, problems. Well, there's nothing in, in our park. I and mean, there's park police in other parks. Like when I used to run at Theo Worth with Brittany, I'd see park police. Yes, well, that's because that's Needs to be really there. close to. Yeah. But the park behind my house, there's never. I know, but I just think that there should be. Like what are they going to do? Just walk around when nothing's happening uh, all the time? Mm-hmm. Just take a lap. Be on a Segway. Yeah, just collapse on a segue. Or the, the new favorite electric bike, electric uh, assist bike. Yeah, there you go. Going along. Oh, that I just I took a bike ride yesterday, and I'm out in this, you know, this, I don't even know. She looked like she was 130. Perfect. She's like, passing on the left. And I look 
looking at her. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I realized she had an electric bike. I'm like, oh, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Yeah, they, they say, oh, get out and get some exercise. They're not much exercise. That's Those not just, exercise. They no. just hit the button that's, and they just zip along. That's and good they, out getting and they, fresh air. And they go, just, and they go fast. Oh, oh God, it's way oh, yeah, too fast. I have an electric bike. It goes over 20 miles an hour. And that's, and that's why when I'm there. You shouldn't be on the bike paths with those. Yeah, but that's all legal. That's the whole point. No, you're actually supposed to be, when you're on a path, you're supposed to go 10 miles an hour or less. Mm -hmm. That's what they're safely designed for. When motorized vehicles have different laws than bikes, because an electric bike is classified as a motorized vehicle. You can go on an electric bike, but you need to go 10 miles an hour or less. Otherwise, you're on the street. That's like at Lake Harriet, there's around the whole bike path, it says like 10 miles per hour. And that's why I walk. On the side where I watch those people coming toward me, because oh, yeah. I do not, yep. I do not walk on the on the left hand side of the road. I always walk on the right hand side of those paths because I want to see those people coming. Yeah. Because a yeah. lot of them are people who aren't fit. They're they're older, yeah, or their balance know. might be goofy, mm-hmm. and I want to see them coming. I want to see what they're doing, and, and other people don't pay attention. So I do not. Those the bikes scare the bejesus out. Yeah, I don't love those. Damn. Get a hoverboard. That way you only kill yourself. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in, Pocket Cast, Teaser, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. And we are back with Stretch's picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. So, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number two, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Is Kristen not on today? She just joined us. Oh, hey. You pill, where have you been? Late as always. 
Late as never. Late as never. That's exactly right. Late as never. Except this week. (laughs) What's up, sister? I just made it in. Well, that's the ticket. How's everything going? Good. Good. Just been busy. I was in San Francisco and Sacramento over the weekend, so just trying to catch up. What were you doing in San Francisco? Um, I was hosting an event for... Salesforce has a big um, convention coming up called Dreamforce, so I hosted an event for them in the lead-up to it. Aren't you a big shot? Oh, such a big shot, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it was interesting being back in San Francisco. It's been, you know, I haven't been there in two years, and just to see, you know, the, the pandemic did a number on the city for sure, and uh, it's it's got a way to sort of build itself back. You know, you really feel sort of the the drain of tech out of the city. Yeah, there was a there was a story somewhere about how something like another twenty percent, which I don't know how they ever would have pulled that many people that live in San Francisco are making plans to get out in the next three years. Really? Because it's just too expensive to live there. Oh it is. Oh God. I can't and even imagine. And with the crime and the homeless and all the problems that they have, people are just like, oh, wow, why would I want to live here anymore? I don't want to pay yeah. billions of dollars to live in this. It was um I thought it was interesting. I was in the Moscone, which is their convention center. I was in that area, and um, which is right by Union Square. And most of the stores have security guards outside, and you wait in line to be let in because of all of the smash and grab crimes that mm-hmm. happen there. So, I mean, I wasn't like looking to shop at Ross Dress for less. Well, I was in San Francisco, but. Um, it's really interesting for people who do live in that area. You do have to kind of plan. You're just not like walking into a store, getting what you need and walking out. You kind of have to wait in line and they let you in as the crowds allow. People have to wait to get into a Ross. Yeah. There's something wrong with the world <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's, tough. That's a tough road to hold. That's just. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's interesting too. I don't go downtown in Los Angeles that often, but I was wondering if the homeless crisis also looks the same in downtown Los Angeles, similar to what I saw in downtown San Francisco. Um, it was sad. You yeah. Know, my brother used to do a lot of business there and he just, he told he told the home office, I'm not going to San Francisco anymore. Really? Last time I was there, I stepped in crap and it was people crap and I'm not going anymore. That's not going to do it. Not doing it. You know, I understand. It's, it's interesting in, in Europe, in the banks in Europe, you go through double doors. You go through a door. Yeah. The door behind you closes. The door yeah, in like, front of you opens. Yeah, like the right. ATM okay. vestibules kind of thing. Yeah. Why those are not being installed wholesale in all these stores? Well, because that eliminates smash and grab. You can't get out. Well, because you go in because of your punk that's going to go in there. Most, you're going to break the break the law. You're going to go in there. You go through one door. Then the other door opens, and then they smash and grab. You go in. You go back to the first door. They hit the button. You're locked in. Yeah, but a lot of stores want that want that window space. You can you have know? window space, but they can break a window. Plexiglass. Not if it's yeah, plexiglass or bulletproof glass. Really? They're oh not yeah. Gonna, no, they're going to they, they don't break the glass. They come inch thick plexiglass. Good no. luck getting through that. You'd need no. like a angle grinder to get through that. Well, you saw them when they were burning down Minneapolis with. Mo- with t- tools, motor- motorized tools, or whatever they're called. Well, yeah, but that was on behalf of the state. I mean, if you, <laughs> some guy with an angle grinder going after plexiglass, it's going to take a long time to get through it. So someone's going to notice. Yeah, 
You, you cut you, a you, hu- you cut a human-sized hole in plexiglass <laughs> with a saw. It's, you're going to be I there a while. I don't know if it matters if anybody notices. I mean, Minneapolis no. just said that they're not responding to anything unless somebody's been shot or stabbed. Well, they don't have true. they don't have the yeah. manpower to help anybody anymore. If you're if it's a person in your house, well, but it all you, might like be two a, hours before they'll come. It's like a home alone kind of thing. You wait for them to cut the hole, and then they enter. And then you say hello and spray them with a bunch of light pepper spray. There you go. That'd be good. I do love the fact we don't have enough cops in America, but we have 87,000 more IRS agents. That's great. That's exciting. That's really what matters. Let's not keep the people safe. Let's just take every dime we can from them. That's real nice. I don't know why that's not all just automated and computerized. It's all formulas. You know how much money I made? You know how much money I give. Because why do I have to do the it? wealthiest of the wealthy don't want to pay any taxes? That's, well, that's the problem. That is true. I mean, the average person that just has a job that makes a certain amount right. of money, yeah. they, it should be all just automated. You shouldn't have, you know, yeah. they know how many kids you have. They know mm-hmm. everything about they you. They know everything, yes. Well, and the weird thing is it's like, okay, I owe you money, but you're not going to tell me how much I owe. I have to figure that out. But if I give you the wrong amount, yeah, exactly. then you tell me that that was the wrong amount. Yeah, yeah you seem to know when it's you wrong. Know what, you know <laughs> yes. what the amount is. You just need me to guess, too. Like it's some sort of weird memory game or something. Because people are making money doing your taxes. That That's is true. It's yep. part of the thing. It's oh, yeah. all part of it. It's yeah, always about Yeah, and my taxes aren't so simple because I'm a business, so Yeah, that's really I'm complicated. Not. Well, it yeah, really isn't. I mean, you use a credit card for your business expenses, right? Well, but I mean, like, you get the money to take that into comes account... into your account, which they can monitor every $600 transaction you yeah. make but already. I, I have so many different types of, like, this. I fill out the Schedule C form of, of so many write offs. Oh, it, believe like me, that. it's insane, yeah. It's probably gotten yeah. a lot more insane since you stopped doing it. I mean, like, when Melissa was doing it, like, uh, Driving your car between properties that you're showing, yeah, you can count that I depreciation, that, yeah. you can count that gas, but if you're driving Working back home, home, you can't count that mileage, so you have to have a special app that tracks all that kind of stuff. And they want proof that you were driving between properties, so there's apps that like have it tracked on GPS so that you can send that data right. in, that yeah. sort of thing. I had one of those. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's also, like, now that working from home is so common, it's you really have to be careful of, like, what you're tracking, what you're using, what your home office is, yep. what square footage is. I mean, there's a lot to track. You have to be really cautious. It's like, oh, did you buy that paper clip for your home or for your business? <laughs> <laughs> they may be the same thing, but it yep. does, does, doesn't count. Is that embezzlement by conversion? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. But Why I mean, don't we just have a flat tax? There are no write-offs. There's nothing. Everybody uh, pays 15% and shut up. No write-offs. Like every said. charity in the country would be dead. That's why. Well, that's probably true. Mm. Mm. That's probably uh, true. Or maybe it wouldn't be because then you have more money to donate. Yeah, see. You would think. I don't know. It's hard to say. Why does everything have to be so complicated is what I would... Make it simple. Everybody, it's all up front. Look, here's everything. And the reason they don't do that, of course, is, as I said, the very wealthy don't want to pay any taxes. You got it. Well, there you go. I don't know what to do about that. What are you going to do? I blame Kristen Burt. It is my fault. Your everything fault. is my fault. So back to entertainment. We finally finished Killing Eve. Oh, yeah. Were you happy about that? 
No, I'm I happy. hate. No, I I'm hate that the last. I'm happy it's over. <laughs> yes. You're happy it's over. I know well, it was, was so bad the like, last couple I... of years. It was such a confusing really? show. Don't, don't cry because it happened. Smile because it's over. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about, especially this last season. I and I feel like I also just had no idea it was happening half the time. Yeah. You know, I, it was just too much going on yeah. that was so all over the place that by the end of it I was like I don't even know how to feel because I don't actually know what any of this means yeah I mean the woman that played Villanelle she was up for an Emmy yep and she is really really so Sandra Owen. good oh oh was she both were, yeah. yeah they both were really good in the show but the show just was so um discombobulated yeah. is the, my best word for yeah. it it was hard to keep I track think of there are very few shows that wind up with like a perfect beginning and a perfect ending like I think Schitt's Creek probably was one of the few shows that got it right from start to finish. Mm-hmm. But I think very few other shows get it right. They, they try and wrap up and try and wrap up, tie up all these loose ends, and it doesn't always work. Yeah, like Chicky, R- Ricky Gervais's show turned out Oh, perfectly. Afterlife Yeah, was Afterlife wonderful. was really well <clears throat> executed really that way. But I don't understand why they have to write. I mean, if the show should have been over... And it's just because it's popular. They just all of a sudden write this random, terrible year just to make the money. It just, I don't know. I watched the most recent, uh, episode, <coughs> the, the first episode of the Lord of the Rings series. I hear it's horrible. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, they're, they're, it's, it's, it's a prequel to Making of the Rings, and it was dragging on. Well, so there's prequels. no rings yet? No, no, that's, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay, so the, it's the forging of the rings and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And, and then they, and it's just all, it's just all formulaic and all sorts of political and social yep. commentary on this whole thing. And uh, oh, yeah, I had they, I, they had a Unite the Right rally in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they were chanting, elves will not replace us. I'm not kidding. What? That, wow. That's real. Oh, God. Okay. Yep. No, I, oh, no thank you. Earth. No, so, it's, so I, I didn't get past that. That was it. I, the other sci-fi one I watched, the first two of, what was it? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, man, that was painful to people watch. were making fun of the actor some actor for the way they run or something like that <laughs> there was like a forest chase scene it's like a little girl running from some like imperial soldier or something and it looked like something out of you know like blues clues like he was pretending <laughs> oh, to no. chase her he's like oh i'm gonna get you here i come but you were supposed to take it seriously but yeah, that's how he was going because it's like you know she's like six years old or whatever you can't not catch a six-year-old running <laughs> they run like idiots so right. it's, you know you kind of have to like you know, gimp yourself in order to give them a fair shot oh, <laughs> that kind so of thing funny. and we're still trying to wade through physical Yep. Physical. Yeah. What's physical? I think it's a it's song by Rose what's her name? Physical. Olivia. Olivia. Uh, it's on. It's an Apple TV show, and Apple Rose Burns in fabulous. it, and it's it's a good show, but it's like it's heavy. Yeah, it's so always, you can't watch. Yeah, too many of it. It's not like a bingey show. It's kind of like you watch one, and then you're it's left like, a little bit like. Ugh. Yeah, and you hate your you hate her husband so much. You're just like I can't watch her stay with this jerk. I know, and then she treats herself so terribly because she is. An eating, an eating disorder. disorder and is horrible to herself. Yes. And so the show's really well done and it's interesting, it's but it's dark. It, it's dark. It is it dark. Is dark yeah. mm-hmm. so have, you, have you all watched Abbott Elementary? 
No, I heard that's really good, no. though. It's so good. Yeah, What's it what at? It's, it's migrated. It's on ABC, but it's migrated over to HBO because it's also a Warner Brothers property. So if people haven't watched it, and it just, you know, I got a lot of attention at the Emmys a couple weeks ago, but I feel like it has, it's it's really funny, and it has kind of a, a an office type of vibe because they're making a documentary about it. So you get that sort of like talking to the camera breaking the fourth wall but it's really enjoyable oh okay i've heard that from everybody that it's a really real well it's, it was like number one uh, this this past spring was it not yeah it's it's done extremely well and they're calling it kind of like the last great broadcast tv sitcom right because right we're just seeing things go away so quickly on broadcast networks um and this it was really kind of a, a surprise breakthrough. I mean, it's well-written. It's well-acted. Cheryl Lee Ralph is fabulous in it. Um, and I've been catching up on it on HBO Max, but I've really loved it. I've, and I've been, I start, I restarted Ted Lasso. Oh, my gosh. Tom, I just finished it. I watched night. like two episodes with Tom. Tom was like, not my cup of tea. I'm not going to watch this. It's the best. I it's so good. really I love it. like it. It's I like so it, too. Good. I just finished season two last night and season three is supposed to potentially come out soonish but that's like going to be the last season but that was up for a ton of emmys too yeah it was but it's just so good i love it yeah, and season the, two's because you're on season one right yeah i'm just like yeah. on episode four yeah season two's a lot more like you learn more about everybody and it's really good no i looked everybody at the, develops a lot yeah the, uh, the woman that plays the she's a small blonde with long Keely. hair she always keely she always wears it in a ponytail <laughs> yep. she was on the offer and i had no idea she was a british actress I didn't either. Yeah, she's British. She's British. Yeah, she's in this I show, no and she's, she's a British. Brit yeah, she's a British actress. I was like, I "What?" Know. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Darren, brother of the famous tuba player, uh, would like to ask about what we do in the shadows. Anyone seen that? Oh, didn't it's about vampires? It's like a it's mockumentary vampires, comedy yeah. about vampires. Apparently, no, I haven't seen them. I don't Maybe think I, so. I'd like to watch that. What's that on? Uh, something. Something. Yeah. What's it called? Tuba Vampires? Oh, it's on FX. It's yes, on FX, FX, so it should be crossing over to Hulu for everyone who's watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A mockumentary. Mockumentary. Oh, okay. What what four vampire roommates yeah, in Staten Island. <laughs> what? <laughs> I might like this a lot. It almost kind of sounds like Buffy, maybe. Something like that. Oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. That was a long time ago. That was ago. a long time. That was, me. Yeah. that was like my childhood. Yeah. I was actually a little too young for that. I think. Probably. No, Kristen, I do have to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Because I am a huge fan of going to the movie theater. Um, but I haven't been to the movie theater in a while. And it's not because I don't like going to the movie theater. It's the movies that are coming out suck. When are they yeah, they're put not expecting. Um, honestly, they're, they're saying that this fall is just going to be until we get to right around Halloween when they release a couple horror movies. Right. And then into the Thanksgiving to Christmas season, which a lot of the family movies will be released, as will a lot of the Oscar type of movies. This fall, they're just like, they're just bringing things back. Um, it, they know that the box office is terrible. This past weekend, fourth worst box office of the year. But yeah, it was. There's, there's just not enough content coming out. And so many studios are holding certain ones for streaming only. Or they're just, you know, they're waiting until it's a big tentpole weekend and going, okay, great, 
well, this is going to be a bigger movie. We're going to hold it for Memorial Day or we're going to hold it for Fourth of July or Christmas weekend. Um, and that's what's going to happen moving forward. Going to the movies is going to be a special event. It's not going to be a let's go every single week, which my brother used to do pre-pandemic. Oh, God, I love going to the movie theater. As a matter of fact, the Edina movie theater is going to reopen in a couple of weeks. Oh, I thought it did. <clears throat> it opens it. Well, we've been invited to the grand opening on the 30th. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Michelle Mann is a good friend. You know the Mann Theaters. They used to own Grauman's Chinese mm -hmm. Theater. Uh, but, yeah, Michelle Mann is a very good friend, and uh, we're going to go to the, the opening of the Dinah, which I love that theater. But it's just the movies are not worth going to. I, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, and movie theaters can't support, you know, six holidays a year. No, no. You know, they're just, they just that's not going to happen. So you ain't going to the theater. Well, I mean, if that's the way they're going to do it. For the longest time, we had some really good Christmas movies coming out. Yeah, but then that yeah. genre hit the wall. There was like nothing yeah. good that came out for a long time. Or maybe they will get get rid of the multiplexes and they'll just be the single movie yeah. theater yeah. that you go. Through. Yeah, maybe something. And, and you're gonna pay for like premium seats and more VIP type of treatment at the theater. Those things are, are going to sort of come back. It's going to be more special to go to the movies and just like, hey, let's go. It has to be. They'll start charging day. for the room under your seat to put your purse, you know, just like an airline. No. <laughs> how, old would, how old was Arbor Lakes uh, when it closed? Oh, God, I don't know. Couldn't have been 10 years. Oh, yeah. You think it was 10, more than 10 years, really? Oh, yeah. AMC Arbor Lakes 16. Let's see. Yeah. I wonder if I can even find that out. I would imagine you could find one at open. Oh, that's they at had least. 16 screens? And you yeah. know what it is now, Ralph? What? We just said Arbor Lake 16. Well, I, well, I don't know what that would mean. Uh, wasn't it the 16th AMC or something? Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. I think it was. Oh, yeah, week. no. The it was 16, 16 auditoriums. Yep. yep. What on earth? That's yep. a lot. It's too a many, lot. I would say. You know what they do now? Because it closed. Yeah. And now it's a lumber storage building. That's well, amazing. Oh, that makes sense. Jeez. Here we go. 2001, it says, as the Megastar Cinemas Arbor Lake 16. 21 years yeah. ago? 21 yeah. years, oh, apparently. Oh, my God. My life is disappearing. <laughs> my life is fading quickly. Well, what they, what they used to do is they used to open it up on the bigger screens. Yeah, And then did. as it got a little older, then they'd put it down, yep. in, you know, down the hallway. And it just stayed at the theater for a good six months. So you yeah. had an opportunity to see it at That's a theater. True. when true. they had that kind of space which was kind of nice because a lot of times it was like oh what should we go see and you just go see something that was older that you hadn't seen yeah, yeah. well they have to charge for something that you can't get at home because right. i can get 4k quality at home well, i can get popcorn for one twelfth of the price I, at home i have a more comfortable chair yeah i have home. a yep, yeah i, have a I, nice can stop the movie I don't know those dream lounges are pretty nice yeah they are that's true but is it is it worth going to the theater to sit in one of those for two hours probably not it'd probably be cheaper just to buy one and have it <laughs> yeah for yeah. real if yeah. you go to the movies enough i mean it's like you know you buy candy and popcorn that's like what 20 bucks right there it is when yeah. i could go over to cub and get it for three dollars but it was just the big screen and the lights going down it was just fun just, it was fun oh yeah it is it, it it's not like i said last week it's not going to the movies it's, there's other pieces and social pieces to it and, and also yep. watching with a large number of people which has yeah. a real joy uh, we don't show to up that. now it, yeah but it is fun to see a kid's movie with the little kids oh, in the yeah, yeah, they love that. That's a ball. That's really Oh, but fun. I got a kid. I got that at home, too. <laughs> but that's only one kid. And he I might. think those experiences aren't going to go away, like bringing your kid to their first movie every once in a while. Oh, yeah, it's new and exciting. You know, to them. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. My kids love going, going to, like, big, like, 
Top Gun type of movie, that's not going to go away. But, but is, to is, go see like a romantic comedy or a comedy, those things aren't going to happen. But is that enough to support the business? Kids movies, I think, can b prop up the movie industry if they wanted to. They can. A Pixar, a really well done Pixar mm -hmm. Disney movie, absolutely. Kids, kids movies make so much money. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, that used to be a highlight because the um, Disney would put out a movie every year. Yep. And we'd go. And it was every huge every year. time. And you were all excited yep. to go to the new Disney That's one movie. Day, yeah. One out of 365 days. Mm -hmm. They need to be rolling one out every week. I don't well, know that they do. I, I think they used to have to because of, like, you know, how it is. But I don't know. I think if they could make a new big-ish kids movie once per season, that could probably be plenty but, if they budgeted it correctly. But the business the business probably just doesn't work if you only have people there one day a year. Well, not everyone's going to go on but, opening day. And kids want to see movies over and over again. Yeah, that's but, true. but in this day and age, over and over again, they're going to watch them at home because they're going to be released by that. You know, that's oh, the thing. Six weeks. If they put it on streaming, then that kills the movie theater right there. Yeah. As soon as it goes on streaming, it's not. no one's going to the theater anymore. I don't know. It's like radio. Right. Um, like you say. That's been the thing. I've heard some discussions of like possibly like streamers that do have movies coming out of maybe just doing them one month in the theater and then bringing them back into right. uh, the streaming fold, which, because there will be some people who will go just to the movies to see that. Yep. And then you get some of your money back because you're not going to make, if you do, like Netflix does some of these $200 million movies like Gray Man, they're not going to make $200 million back on subscriptions. So if they do a month or say six weeks at the box office, they can get some of their money back and then put it on streaming for the subscribers, and that's a better business model. Well, and one thing about the technology issue is that movie theaters became a thing when at home you probably didn't have a TV, and if you did, it was, what, like a eight-inch black-and-white piece of crap? <laughs> so it's like, you know, watching a movie on that would be a joke. So you go to the theater, it's like it's a no-brainer. You got this big screen, relatively high definition, that sort of thing. But in order for someone to really care about the quality of a movie theater screen, I think they're going to have to make them higher quality because they're really, they don't look that much better than a mid-range consumer TV nowadays. What, what would you, what would... I mean, it takes a lot to get me to a theater at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's like this, the resolution probably isn't really much better because the projectors are just, you know, that's how they're designed. Um, so it's it's the same picture. It's just kind of stretched onto a big screen, which to me doesn't really look any better. And some sometimes it can look worse. Yeah, I think like for I think a great example is Top Gun this summer. Top Gun got people to go back to the movie theater. That's when you want to see in the big screen with you know the Atmos, like the Dolby Atmos sound, because that gives you an experience. Right. But um, you know, do I want to go and see like a small sort of indie picture? you know, after paying 15 bucks and I, I am the person that gets popcorn and soda, you know, and now I'm like 25, $30 in. No, I can watch it at home. Yeah. It's like you're watching a movie about a British author struggling with his demons or whatever. Do you need to see that on a gigantic screen? No, you don't. No, no one cares about, you know, uh, Philip and his past Hold me in a back. yeah Hold gigantic me back. huge resolution. You can watch that at home if you really want to. Well, are we going to see a, a comeback of the drive-ins? Because there's an experience. Oh yeah, that I love that. Deal. I mean, it's like, it had a nice lift over the pandemic. So, you know, I love going to the drive-in. And I now think that's with the summer experience. Now with everybody having SUVs, you bet you back in, open that back. Yeah. 
Tailgate. Tailgate. Yeah. Tailgate. That that might be that might be the way to go. I like it. Works for me. I've always liked going to the drive-in. Though. I have not once <clears throat> gone to a drive-in. You've never been to a drive. When you were a little kid, you were at a drive-in. Maybe if I if I did, I was I so just, young I don't remember. And we definitely took you to a couple of drive-ins, but I just remember as a kid we'd go all the time, especially teenagers. Oh my God, we went constantly, and they would be fogging the whole place for mosquitoes. And I'm wondering oh what was in that? Oh, yeah. Is it Agent Orange yeah. they were using? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> horrible chemicals. Yeah. I'm waiting for my lung problems. But, you, know, you know that that, that may, may be coming back because now everybody has such a great sound system in their car. That's true. That is and true. And you can you don't need the speakers. No, don't need you the speakers. You could broadcast it without mm-hmm. too, with local broadcast without too much trouble. Bluetooth it, wouldn't work, unfortunately. Not Bluetooth. But you could, they could do just a local broadcast, Wi-Fi broadcast, log onto the Wi-Fi. There's going to be delay. Radio would work. Okay. Um, if they broadcast on Yeah, that's what they a, were doing. They yeah, were doing they it on the radio. On a, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a, you know. But everyone has, like, nice JBL sound system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, just yeah. put it on a little 5-watt FM transmitter and people listen. Yeah, the sound in my car is probably better than our TV. Yeah, or headphones. Or headphones. Oh, that's true. Because the kids in the back seat, they don't even care if they can see it. All they care about is getting some candy and popcorn and being right. in the car with that's a blanket. That's, that's all what, I care about. That's all they care about. So that's even a more of an experience, more of a uh, sensual experience than going to the movies in a the theater. Yeah. Well, and if someone yeah. wants to talk on their phone the entire movie, it's not going to bother you. If yeah, you're not true. in the same car as them. And if you want to make out, you can. Exactly. If you want to. Yeah. If you want to. Thanks. Yeah, Kristen, if you're going to make out at the drive-in. That's right. <laughs> it's the 70s again. Oh, we got to go. My God, sure it's afternoon. Do. It's unbelievable. Kristen is always a joy. It's always good to see you or talk to you. I don't see you. but No, we, we do talk. All right, we will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Kristen Burt. Ladies and gentlemen, are any closing words, kids? Uh, I got nothing. You kids, nothing at all. What did you do oh, to yeah. your thumb? Oh yeah, Alex broke her thumb. Everyone you agrees you should thumb. go and get an I, X-ray. I think I broke my. I, why How should I go get an X-ray? What are they going to do? Your thumb's broken. They're going to set it, Ralph. No, I don't think. I don't think it's fractured like at the joint. I think I crushed the top bit. Okay. Well. You still want that set? If you if you fractured the joint, you want that. Well, fixed. that would yeah, because your yeah. thumb could it, stop working. I can still I can bend it like. That, that, for that, now. that doesn't mean anything. But yeah. it doesn't. I so <laughs> I slammed. How did you do it? Well, I didn't actually slam. It was the weirdest thing. I was getting out of my car, and Sage was sleeping in my in the car, and I was just grabbing something from my garage to bring into the car, and I caught the door because I didn't want it to slam and mm-hmm. wake him up. Right. And it mm. closed not even that hard, but it just it doesn't need to. It was like right at my uh. nail bed. Oh. And, oh. Yeah. and so I've got like black and blue on the nail yeah. bed and everything, and it hurt when it happened, like stubbing your toe. You know, you're just like, oh my god. And then it was fine for an hour or two, and then all of a sudden last night it just started throbbing. Yeah, if you got like a bone fragment in there, it can be a real problem. Or it can be just... You know, it could be just swelling in there. But if it's just a tip, you don't have to worry about it. But if it's down by the joint. No. My joint, I think my joint is. Let me look for an app. I can scan it. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, there you go. That's like the thing at Epcot. They tell you that you can just scan your. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Whenever I was doing hand surgery, I would would always, I would say, 
Now you want to keep this elevated above your heart. Let it hang down for five minutes. It'll hurt for five hours. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That swelling goes in there, man. There's Alex got her I hand know. up. Last night I was waiting for the kids to brush their teeth and get their jammies on and stuff, and I was sitting in Sage's bed with my arm raised because Dan was out of town until late last night, and Sage's like, what are you doing? I'm like, keeping my hand elevated because it's throbbing, and I hate it. Oh, yeah. But I, took, but I iced it. I took ibuprofen. I soaked it in Epsom salt water. I took, put arnica on it. I've done everything. What is arnica? Other than go to the... It's this magical stuff. That it is. Magical stuff magical. that does nothing. No, I'm telling you. No, I am telling you. It's wow. amazing. Andy liked what that it, one a lot. No, I'm, it's, I'm telling you it's incredible what it does for bruising and swelling. <laughs> Andy, this is something from Middle Earth. <laughs> it's not. I have a friend who got who cut the tip of her finger one off. One ring for the kings yeah. of arnica. And she oh. got her finger put back on and did arnica... And she had absolutely no bruising or swelling. Wonderful. It's magical. That's right. And every time I've done it, when I rocked my shin on that rock at Gooseberry Falls, yeah. put arnica on it, yeah. barely got black and blue. Arnica mm-hmm. is a type of flower. Yeah. There you go. Magical. Mm. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Oh, okay. <laughs>